This week on the Honey Darling Show, Kylo Ren's dumb hat gets destroyed. And Jedi's as pimps, too. Go on, brush your shoulders off. Uh, welcome to the Honey Darling Show. This is our last Jedi spoiler cast here. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm uh, Trey Johnson. I'm Jess. And uh, we have a guest today, uh, Allie. I don't, I don't I don't know how to pronounce your last name. It's uh, Allie Wichkevich. Oh, cool. Allie Wichkevich is here with us to talk about The Last Jedi. So at the beginning of this, what we normally do is... Uh, we do like for further reading, which is just where we talk about something that has to do with uh, whatever the movie is. It can be like the actors or the director or whatever. I'll right. go first. My uh, my for further reading is uh, is a three episode arc from uh, the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon show. With uh, it was like uh, season three, episode fifteen through seventeen, I think. It's the one where they go to that Force planet with the two uh, with the light light and dark. Uh, kids and like the father that has both the that actually the movie actually reminded me of that because of like the whole like uh gray area you know where it's like uh you know it's like fuck the sith fuck the jedi let's like do uh do something different and i thought uh when ray and uh, kylo were having that conversation i was like oh cool they could be like these gray these like gray warriors that like use both sides and you know and they'll be like super undefeated and they can join each other of course that didn't happen but that's what i thought in my mind i was like oh nice oh nice that'd be cool like make up a new thing like fuck the jedi fuck the sith do a new thing but it did remind me of that episode where uh you know anakin and obi-wan and uh, ahsoka end up on this crazy planet with the two kids one that's like fully dark and one that's fully light and and this uh, father is, like, old and dying, and he wants Anakin to become, like, the basically the balancer of both of their powers and all that. So, it's on Netflix. You can check it out. It's, uh, yeah, season three, 15 through 17. I don't remember. I think the, I think Overlord's the first one is the name of it, and the other ones are about, uh, it's like Shadow of Mantis or something like that. I don't remember all the names, but those are the numbers. So, you can find that on Netflix. What do you guys got? Uh, I'll go next. I would totally recommend... Um, the new season of Twin Peaks, because if you want to see Laura Dern just being a fucking badass, oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, can see some sure. more of it. Uh, also wearing wigs and uh, having crazy colored hair. Yeah. And I would say wearing more exciting costumes in Twin Peaks. And smoking constantly and having lots of martinis and stuff like that. Yeah, but in general, <laughs> being a super badass. And being and being awesome, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, she is the... That's pretty incredible. Have you have you seen Twin Peaks yet? The new the new stuff. I haven't. I actually haven't watched the original yet either. I've been wanting to. I've gotten around to. It. Now's the time. Yeah. It is. Well, it's pretty much. Av- I think it's available on like everything. I think you can watch it on Hulu or Netflix or whatever. Yeah. So, so it's it's the most it ac- most accessible it's ever been. So, but uh, I was gonna say if you if you'd watch the old Twin Peaks, Laura Dern becomes like a major character. It's kind of in the original series, but not really in the series. You never it's, see it's her. It's a cool. Uh, yeah, it was a cool way for her to be in the new show. Like it was a cool character for her to play. You know, so I like that. They did a lot of fun stuff like that. That was like kind of fan servicey stuff, but completely different and Lynchy and all that. And Laura Dern, badass. And, yeah, and super weird and all that fun stuff. Sweet. Yeah. Well, for mine, since this movie was Carrie Fisher's final 
performance. I just recently read her first memoir, Wishful Drinking, which is all about her like growing up in a celebrity family and then being a celebrity herself, all of her drug problems and problems with bipolar and everything like that. And it's also hilarious. So it's nice to have that to read again. Yeah, no, I heard she's really funny. I heard her writing's funny. Yeah, she is. It's I read it, you know, when I was working backstage at the theater and she... I mean, it made me laugh out loud, so that was good. That's awesome. It's a good time, and it's nice. It's got some of the, you know, famous lines that show up on the internet all the time about her being, like, if whatever way she died, she wants her obit to say that she died drowning in starlight, strangled by her own bra. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All those good lines from that book, so. Nice. Is that the one where she talked about, like, how, where she unveiled that, like, her and and Han were a thing, like, when, uh, when they were on the set and all that? No, that was her. That was her last book, The Princess Diarist, oh, okay. which I haven't read yet, but is obviously a must read as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, I haven't read any of her stuff, but I'm, I heard it's great. It is. She's she had a definitely a talent for making people laugh with words in any form. I guess. Cool. All right, so let's let's jump into the Last Jedi here. So, what do you? I mean. We don't have to go through the whole story, obviously, but, you know, do you want to talk about, like, the major points that people have trouble with first, or how do you want to, how do you want to cover this? Well, what do people have trouble with? Well, yes. I, I, I uh, you know, coming into this, I, uh, I, you know, if you guys listened to our Episode 7 podcast, I was pretty depressed after I saw that movie. And uh, I came into this one, uh, you know, very cautiously because I was afraid because, you know, the episode seven, like, made me made me depressed for, like, months because I, I didn't like it. And everybody else, like, on the Internet treated me like shit because I didn't like it. And so it was uh, one of those things. And now uh, and it seems to be everybody seems to be pretty divided on the uh, on this one from what I've seen, even though, like, most of the people that I know seem to like it. But on the Internet, I've seen people say shit. Like, there was even, somebody even started, like, a petition on, like, change.org asking it for it to be removed from the canon and remade, which I'm like, what? <laughs> Those things are hilarious. Like, they never, thankfully, they never get done, but there was, like, one for Nintendo, too, where they made this Metroid game that nobody wanted, and they asked them to not make the game. It's like, come on, dude. Like, they already made the game. Like, leave them alone. Just don't fucking buy it. <laughs> but it's like, you want them to, like, redo the movie? They're not going to redo the movie. Like, seriously. Like, that. Especially when it's, like, already almost made a over a billion dollars yeah at the box office yeah. even though there was supposedly a big drop-off between the uh from like one week to another is what i heard but whatever yeah. i thought i thought it was a great movie regardless of that i mean i which is cool like the, i think the big reason that i liked it was because there were a lot of like fuck you episode seven stuff in there which i don't know which is weird because like they made so much money off of episode seven but this movie is so like not episode seven which is kind of great for me because i didn't like that one but it's just it feels like a weird choice i guess for the marketing or for them you know for the producers yeah. or whatever but it's like well, uh, ryan johnson wrote this movie before episode seven had come out did he oh really yeah which cool. was nice because you i mean you can tell he didn't like you know buy into all the things that people seem to really like about seven yeah kind of tore which, it all apart which was nice which is good because uh yeah because i had plenty of like it basically everything i didn't really care about in seven was they did away with like i said earlier yeah. at the top of the show like kylo ren's stupid hat like they got rid of that like his dumb mini vader mask he breaks that like in the beginning of the movie after yeah. after Snoke tells him that it's dumb and he and you know you can't hear him anyway when he's wearing it so 
He takes it off and breaks it in the elevator. So that's gone. That's a much better thing for him to break than that console he broke in episode seven. <laughs> yeah, the thing that he because <laughs> he just like busted yeah. up that science station. And yeah, if he went like, oh shit! If he wouldn't have broke that, they probably could have saved their giant Death Star. You know, probably, probably wouldn't have they would have been able to shoot the guns from the left side of it or something, which <laughs> yeah. now they won't have access to. Yeah, they would have kept like whatever that hole little... was that they shot, like from yeah, the or like stop the Millennium Falcon from somehow flying at light speed past the shield that yeah. guards the entire planet. Is that what they did? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. I've only seen it twice, so. I I've remember. watched that movie quite a few times because I really love, like, Ray's story in it. And mm. it's nice to have, like, a female-led Star Wars movie. Totally. Did uh, but it just, uh, like, there's so much, like, expositionary dialogue in it, especially between Leia and Han, that just, like, is terrible. Well, oh, and, yeah. like, another Death Star. No, we need yeah. another Death Star, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... Honestly, I think that's not the worst part about it. That part is bad, but it's just, like, there's, like, too many cameos that make no sense. Like, we have, like, the raid guys who come in and, like, wave at the camera for no reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have, a, and you have like, some, CA, some CGI bullshit. Like, a Han gets chased by a giant infected testicle, like, in there for no reason. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and there's, like, probably one of the worst parts of the whole movie is, like, Ray's, like, scavenging the ship, and she, like, puts on a prop from, like, the Star Wars movie and, like, pretty much looks at the camera and, like, winks at it. And I'm like, oh, my God, please kill me. Really? Like, this is uh, this is what we're doing here? Okay. That's super cheesy. But it's but I, I felt like the story in itself was dumb. Like, it was just, like, like nothing really happens, you know, is, like, my big problem with it. Like, R2-D2 is, like, asleep through the whole thing, and he, like, magically, yeah. magically wakes up, and then everything's solved, you know? After they yes. destroyed this ship that wasn't really that. Well, I mean, it destroyed some planets that nobody cared about, but that's, <laughs> you know, that happened. Whatever. It's just, like, yeah. it just seemed really, really dumb. And my biggest beef was that they they didn't let any of the original characters come together and do what they, you know, what we always loved of them. Like, Luke and Leia and Han didn't get to have a reunion, so that kind of, I felt really boned by that, too. Yeah, because that, that was, was definitely sad. That was the big thing that I wanted from the movie was to see the original cast together. And they're like, nope, sorry, Han's going to die, you know. In a weird way, he's going to get stabbed by Squirrel Face. On the Kill Your Father Bridge. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Kill Your Father Bridge. The narrow bridge with no railings. Yeah. Well, you know, they got to have those in every Death Star. And there has to be some sort of epic area for you to. Well, there was one on to kill a family ship member. too. Yeah. <laughs> in, this, uh, in this episode. In his red room. <laughs> when they went to go shut off the Hoogee Juji. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, Rose the and tracker. Finn. They oh, run yeah. across this bridge with no sides and nothing underneath. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. Well, let's talk about... Okay, so one, so some people have problems with the tracker. Like, what do you think about that? Like, I was fine with that. Like, the light speed tracker, they can follow them from one thing or another. Like, a lot of people thought yeah. the chase was kind of slow and, like, unbelievable, I guess, in Star Wars world. Which... Yeah, I think I just mostly have a problem with how long... Like, how much time it takes up in the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, it's most of the movie is, is yeah, the chase, exactly. you know. But that it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. Like, were you, you're saying that the movie was too long, probably, because they spent too much time on that? I mean, yeah, cause I it's think like, they probably could have cut 15 minutes out of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's two and a half hours long. It's a pretty long-ass yeah. movie. I think it's the longest one out of all of them. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah, so that, I mean, there was a lot. There was a lot happening though, and like there was a lot to cover there. But they could have got to that salt, that salt planet a little bit quicker, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been more tense if we flashed back to the ship less often. Yeah, from all of our like side quests. Oh yeah. Instead of you know like then we get a oh a shot of the ship still out running the other ship. Yeah, and I don't think we needed a Hux's like update of every ship that they blew up. 
You know, no. He's like, hey, we got another one. Well, he's Not fucking cool. dead now, right? Is he? No. I think he just got pushed. He just got force pushed. Oh. On the yeah. on the ad at right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess well, he's probably still alive. How did how did you feel about uh, Emo Ren or Kylo Ren? Like how did how did you feel about that guy in the original movie? In the original movie? Yeah. Well, in seven. Yeah, in seven. I mean, I thought that it was interesting to see a villain that was more unhinged. I guess he was like. Because everyone was always saying when the movie came out that he was like the Anakin that we should have gotten in the prequels, mm. but instead we got it in these movies. Yeah. Where he's just kind of like weighing over his head and doesn't actually want to be evil, but then by the end, he just kind of, you know, gives into it, yeah. which I thought was cool. But I mostly think that the dynamic between him and Ray as like opposites is very interesting. Mm. Because I, I didn't really care for him at all, like in Seven really? and... uh he was less annoying this time around. I thought he eight. was really annoying in seven, but I liked him in this a lot. Yeah. And just like you said, Allie, I really like him in juxtaposition to Ray. Yeah. Because I think both of them are are kind of gray people. They're they're not totally leaning towards the Jedi way of things. They're not totally leaning towards the dark side of things. They're both still deciding how they feel about things. So while Ray is definitely more light side than dark side, and Kylo is definitely more dark side than light side, like I think they both could change. Yeah. So it's interesting to see them interact because I think m- maybe one of them could pull the other one to the other side. Mm-hmm. I had hoped, you know. Yeah. I was hoping for the Grey Warriors, you know, because they were talking about like the big theme of this is like destroy the old, which uh, which I kind of wish, which is weird because that's the exact opposite of Seven was like, you know, redo the old, like relive the old, you know, like let's do everything over again and it's and it'll be fun this time, you know, or whatever. But and this one was like, you know, fuck that. Like, don't, uh, let's start a new thing. And when they were talking about, when they were talking back and forth and all that, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, they could be, like, a new thing. They'll be, like, it's somebody who uses, like, light and dark powers, and they're, like, undefeated, like, because of that. And I was like, that'd be cool. But, of course, you know, in order to do that, Kylo's going to want to kill everybody, and Ray's not going to want to kill everybody, so. I did love, too, how yeah. when so they Ray, have to disagree there. when, uh, you know, Ray touches the dark side in her meditation, she doesn't. She's not afraid of it at all. She just goes there to find out what's there. Yeah. Which is great. And and kind of the opposite of Luke, who is afraid of what he's going to see in the tree. And he's mm-hmm. afraid of yeah. his father and he's afraid of what he could become. And Ray's not afraid at all. She's yeah. like, I just I just want to see what I want to see. Mm. Yeah, so and in sh- Empire, to me. in Empire, like Yoda tells him that he shouldn't bring his weapon into the dark side cave. Yeah, and he does anyway. Yeah, that doesn't work out very well. Yeah. But yeah, I like I. That's one of my favorite sequences in the movie. I think. Yeah, no, that part's awesome. But they did. I mean, they did a similar thing with that with uh, Ray doing the musical number in the <laughs> in the mirror. You know, <laughs> which that was what I was waiting for when they're doing the and they're doing all the snaps. You know. Just that, a jazz hand. Yeah, it's like a it's like a robot chicken joke wait, waiting to happen. You know, you're gonna see that in a scene later in Robot Chicken. Like once Disney lets them do that, lets them make fun of the new movies. Absolutely, he's gonna do a thing where Ray like starts snapping, and then they start doing a whole a whole thing, a whole kick line. Yeah, with all her multiple selves. The uh, what I wanted to say, uh, I guess the the mate on the whole on the subject of uh, Ray and Kylo being like on different sides of the spectrum. I, I read an article, like, just sent it to me lately, and it actually described Kylo better as, like, a villain 
from what I read in it. It was basically saying that, you know, Kylo's just like a privileged white guy that was like given everything and uh, access to too many guns and too many weapons or whatever. And it's basically, he's kind of, he's kind of just spoiled. He was given everything, but he still decides to go against it. You he know? is white privilege. Yeah, exactly. Basically. And, uh, he's basically privilege. Especially, well, I mean, they probably gave him all the shit because they found out he was related to Darth Vader and all that. And supposedly that was part of why he turned was once he found out that he was right. Well, that's what Snoke said, right? He's like, oh, Vader's cool. What's his name? (laughs) Snoke? Snoke, yeah. I want to call him Snopes all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, that's what Snoke said. Uh, He said, you know, once I sensed the Mm -hmm. power of the blood in you, uh, then I knew I could make you my whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So he definitely thought that Vader's blood was going to come out strong in Kylo. Yeah. Whereas like Ray is like, and, and which they, that was something that I liked too, that cause everybody was like, oh wait, you know, Ray's got all these powers. Like she must be related to Luke or she must be related to Obi-Wan or she must be related to Qui-Gon or whatever. I like, and I, and even, and even when seven came out and like, I was talking to people being like, oh, wouldn't it be great if she's Luke's kid? And I was like, no, that'd be dumb. Like she should, I was like, she should be her own person. She should just be nobody. And then, yeah. I mean, hopefully they stick to that, but that is what Kylo said is that her parents were drunks and they sold her for, they sold her for booze and all that. And. And I liked I liked that of her character. I liked it when they called her like Ray of Nowhere and all that. It sounds like a Game of Thrones name, you know? Yeah, it does. <laughs> that, that, like that type Snow. of thing. So I mean, I was cool. I was cool with that. That was another like fuck fuck JJ moment there, you know, where they kind of yeah, shut I- down a lot of stuff because after seven people are like, oh, you know, it'll be all about her parentage in the next movie, and it's like, nope, she's not. She has no parentage, no. or she just hasn't doesn't have important parentage, you know, which she was trying to find in that dark side cave. Yeah, that we were talking about, and they just yeah. And I really, that. I really think that that's the only type of reveal that they would have had that was actually shocking. Mm-hmm. The fact that they decided to do that. Yeah. Well, it was great, and then not only like Ray is from nowhere, Finn is from nowhere, mm-hmm. um, and then at the end you have the kid who's like sweeping out the stalls, who now believes in a a rebellion and a different way of life, yeah. and he's the force orphan. No one, yeah. Yeah. The so all the little orphan kids, and he's going to tell them the stories, and you know, bring about what a, a fucking Poe Dameron says: light the fire that'll wipe out the first order. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever that line. They'll was, be the spark say, that yeah. lights the fire that wipes out. Yeah, and they don't say like they don't say like a uh, fight for the resistance or whatever. They just say like destroy the first order. Yeah, you know, so it's not necessarily rebuild this, just start a new thing. But uh, yeah, those which is nice to see. You know, I mean, you know that Ryan Johnson is he was supposedly having like a new trilogy after this, like he's going to write his own thing that's like apart from Skywalker and all that. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be about those Force children that we saw in uh, the Last Jedi? I was wondering because I was I figured there'd be some sort of seeds planted in this that like he'll do for like the the next one. I'm wondering if it's going to be that there's a bunch of like Force orphans or whatever that are out there. You know, that would be really cool. I think I do think that. It's probably going to go somewhere that's not connected to anything. Yeah. Well, Just I mean, with the, f- the way that Ryan Johnson. Yeah. I mean, the force has to be there, though. I mean, it's like oh, yeah, absolutely. everywhere, you know? But yeah. I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I, I figured it wouldn't be connected to any of the main characters, which is fine. But maybe there's like, it seemed like kind of this movie was just establishing that's like, it's not only like the Skywalker name. It's not only like certain right. people it's not only it's everywhere you know like it's it's around and like you know these orphans can have it too and that's kind of a cool that's what that article was saying that that was like the whole overall like theme of the movie was like that 
you know, that anyone can do something like not, they don't have to be born into money or they have, don't have to be a certain way. Like they, any sort of race or gender or whatever can fight the evil, fight the first order and all that stuff. Which is a big so. reason that I really liked Rose in the movie too. Yeah. yeah. As a new addition. Yeah. Those, a lot of people like had problems with that too. Had problems with like the side story with Kanto, which is like, I didn't at all. Like I thought it was fine. And yeah, I, I really, I, I had trouble with it the first time I saw it just because it was so different than anything else yeah. that I'd seen in Star Wars. And like, it kind of felt clunky. I didn't really like the aliens that were there. I thought they were kind of campy. But I thought the aliens were kind of I think I went. Looking. I think yeah. I went to the bathroom when the, when the aliens were there, so I didn't see them. But I yeah, did see like the... this little troll thing that shoves coins into BB-8. Oh, yeah, I missed that part. It looked basically like a Harry Potter troll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a little weird, and then it burped in his face, and I just... I mean, I just... Yeah, but uh, Snoke looked like a Harry Potter troll, too. It so, would have I mean, all kinda... been better if they had built puppets, or they had built... Yeah. You know, or yeah. they had done makeup on things. It's just... Now, that's Whenever you though. get, like, all CGI characters, it just looks dumb. Yeah. And yeah, the- well, that's why I loved those, like... I loved everything on the island, all the creatures on the island. Yeah. Yeah. The weird ones that Luke milks, and then the yeah, the the one with like four nipples. Yeah, he's got but the... the fish nuns were like the one of my favorite parts of the movie. Oh yeah, the fish nuns, and they're kind of just like, and and I was when I saw the porgs, I was like, oh god, like what are they doing now? Like I was not excited <laughs> yeah. about that at all. I'm like, oh cool, more Ewoks, nice. Uh, Where to go, guys? But uh, once you see it, they're just kind of there. You know, very minimal. And I didn't notice yeah, they're it. Just like rodents, basically. Yeah. I, I didn't notice it until later, but uh, Chewie's like eating them, like while they're. Uh, well, that's how they. Yeah. When he's on the fire, he's like eating like little. They look like Cornish hens, but they're like those yeah. porgs. I don't think he actually eats them, but he's. But that one he like stares him, him down, and he kind of like he's like, yeah. oh shit, this is your mom, probably. Uh, right. <laughs> I didn't mean it. It makes yeah. for a funny moment. Yeah, because they do. The, those are the jokes that I really liked in the movie. Yeah. Did you like, think it was? Did you think it was too jokey? Like that was another thing that people were saying that it was too. I understand too people not liking the first bit between Poe and Hux. Yeah. Just because, like, I thought it was really funny the first time I saw it, and then seeing it again, it just kind of goes funny. on for a little yeah. too long. Feels kind of. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do understand people not liking that bit i still find it funny but i think it's funny i think I mean, he's got to stall him it's yeah a funny way to do it well it's kind of like him saying like you know i'm not afraid of you you know like it was and and i feel like it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the movie like if you don't like yeah. that joke you're probably not going to like any of the other jokes in the movie yeah. you know it's kind of like a litmus test you know or whatnot so but I thought it was, I mean, I was fine with it. You know, I kind of liked that he was, he was basically saying like, you know, I'm not afraid of, I'm not afraid of the First Order. Because he's like, keeps saying like, blah, 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 we'll destroy you and destroy all this. And he's like, uh, I'm still holding, like, I didn't hear you, you know. So he's kind of <laughs> like, pretty much giving him shit there. And, uh, and, I, and I like that. everything that Oscar Isaac does, I love. He's yeah. such a talented dude, so. He did, uh, they gave him more to do. Like, I didn't feel he really had much to do in Seven, aside from like, you know, defy like laws of physics and stuff like that. And well, J.J. <laughs> originally had him die in the script. Yeah, but J.J. doesn't... His problem is he doesn't, like, put things together. He's like, yeah, I thought he was going to die, but now I just made him appear on this other planet. Yeah, with he, no explanation as to why he so. got there. Yeah, Right. He's not really interested. Well, lost, but it was most of a show where nothing connected to anything. Yeah. No. It, it feels like he's not really interested in, like, having anything make sense. He just wants it to look really pretty and explode a lot. And then at the end, like, hope you don't think about it. You know? And he wants <laughs> the villains really to be to shrouded in mystery. 
Yeah. Not to really know anything about them. Well, yeah, speaking of that, like, uh, Snoke, who looked stupid, super stupid, like, to begin with in Seven, like, I wasn't a fan of his. But I kind of, I really love that he got cut in half by, uh, Kylo Ren. I'm just glad we're done with it. Well, because I, yeah. people were all like, oh, who is he? Like, is that Darth Sidious? Is that, like, Vader, like, back from the grave? Is it, Darth like... Plagueis, maybe? Yeah, is it Plagueis? Like, is it the Emperor? Like, uh, is it, like, the, the guy who was selling ice cream at Cloud City? Like, what's, you know, what's going on? I did, and I was like, I re- I'm like, I don't care. I think he looks dumb, you know. And I was afraid he was going to be huge, <laughs> and they'd have some sort of CGI stupid lightsaber battle with him. And I just wasn't afraid of him at all. Ever. Was the yeah. problem like he didn't uh, yeah. engender any fear in me in any way? Yeah. Well, neither, neither does Kylo, though. So I didn't care about him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, maybe it's not fear of, of Kylo, but he's a loose cannon. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Allie's right. Like you. You can't trust him. Yeah. Unpredictability. He's yeah. totally gonna gonna fire every single weapon at you yeah. for like a minute and a half straight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Because like, uh, he's like pissed yeah. off. Yeah, and that's why, like in seven, I like all the scenes of him randomly destroying things and everyone around him being like, "Whoa, like there's some serious shit going on over there." Like, don't yeah. go over there. Yeah, yeah I that- thought that was funny in it. Yeah, there's that part where the stormtroopers like run away from him because he's like yeah. cutting things up. But uh, that was a on what you were saying about Snoke not being uh, terrifying. That's kind of what how I felt about Seven. Like I felt like the First Order in general was just not threatening. You know, they're kind of yeah. like like well, I mean, Kylo Ren he's a loose cannon, but he's pretty much mocked through the whole movie, like by his by the First Order and by the Resistance. So it's like nobody's really afraid of him. I mean, he can't he can't beat he can't beat Ray who never touched a lightsaber before. So it's like, uh, you know, which I was glad because I didn't want him to win anything. You know, he only beat Han because Han didn't do anything. You know, yeah. he let him stab him. Or maybe Han stabbed himself. Who knows? That was another theory that I read. Yeah. yeah. That was a weird one. Han stabbed first. Yeah, which would be funny. <laughs> which would be funny because Han's, well, like, you know, Harrison Ford has been wanting to be out of the trilogy since Empire. So, you know, <laughs> you know that was the yeah. whole reason they froze him is because they thought that he might not come back so they're gonna yeah. be like well that's what happened to him you know he doesn't show up but yeah and, and one thing about the about kylo killing snoke is uh i always wanted them to do this like they do it you see it in like some of the um you see it in some like the fan lightsaber battles that you see on youtube and stuff like that but the whole like turning lightsabers like on from like away from the lightsaber i always thought that would be a really cool thing to do and they mm-hmm. never do that, like, in the movies. But I'm like, they, they have to be able to do that, right? They have to be able to, like, turn one on from, like... They can force push a button. Five feet away or whatever. So I, like... That was really cool. Like, is you just, like, turn it on and just, like, spin it around and cut them in half, like, in the chair. I was like, yeah, finally. Mm-hmm. You finally do that. It's, uh, that, was, that was a cool... It's a cool effect. And I was expecting Ray to do it when they were both trying to grab the lightsaber from each other. I was expecting her to just, like, switch it on and just cut his arm off. And then he, you know, then he can't hold the lightsaber. I would have liked that. That would have been a, that would have been a good way there but, for someone uh, to lose a limb. Yeah, yeah, nobody lost a limb. Yeah, that's Crazy. weird. That's a uh, yeah. That's pretty. Take much... it out of the cannon. Get it. Redo yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Did anybody lose a limb in uh, seven? I don't remember in Force Awakens. Um, I think Han might have lost his colon, but that's about it. <laughs> oh well, yeah. It's funny because well, they do like you know the Marvel movies like all have people losing hands or whatever like as a homage to Star Wars and all that. But yeah. This is. I also heard this is the first one that doesn't have. Uh, I have a bad feeling about this. Is not in. Actually, it. fun fact: BB-8 says it. Oh, but he says it in BB-8 <laughs> ease. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. How did you? It's, is is that a? 
Do you speak BB-8 or no, droid? I, I read an interview with Ryan Johnson because I read a lot of interviews oh, okay. about the movies. But Has he, uh, has Ryan Johnson like said anything about like the, I mean, just like the way that people have taken the movie? Has he like commented on anything like that? Yeah, he said, he said something like he knows that people are upset about it, but that it's important for Star Wars to grow. Oh, yeah. And that that's what he was kind of want to do with this one damn right pretty obvious yeah no i mean i felt like it was a step in the right direction because like i like i said i was really sad after seven i was like oh god like i can't i can't make it through two more movies like this and uh but then like you know eight could really turn it around for me i was actually kind of it well i mean i'm not really excited to see nine because because jj abrams directing that one too but uh but i like this one i mean i watch it i watch eight again you know it had a cool you know i had a cool like took it in a different direction and all that so Mm-hmm. How did you How did you feel about Leia? About Leia's uh, space space force stuff. That's another I mean, one that people were divided on. Yeah, my thing is like in terms of what the scene does in the plot, I really like it, but visually, it just looks too funny. Yeah, it does look yeah. kind of weird. She looks uh, rubbery. She looks CGI. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, she she's looks like, like Mary you know, Poppins, like and I don't like that Leia wore dresses in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of missed that. She's a pants person. Yeah. yeah. I feel like she's a pants person. And I think that, like, her outfit in Seven was, like, kind of too drab, but it was nice that she was actually dressed as, like, a general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather yeah. than in a dress, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, yeah I, never really, <laughs> I didn't really think about that for what she was wearing. I guess some people were, some people thought that, like, her being in space triggered her force powers. Yeah. And they were upset about that. But I, I kind of... The way that I looked at it is I figured that Leia always, you know, she always had force powers. And she's probably done shit before. You know, she's probably moved rocks or... Brushing her teeth with no hands. Yeah, or like brought brought beers from the refrigerator to her or whatever. You know, she's probably done stuff like that. But but she's not really... I don't think she's really interested in being a Jedi. Like, she's more interested in, like, politics and, like, the resistance and all that. So I feel like she has those powers. She just doesn't use them. Unless she gets thrown out into space, then she'll use her force powers, you know. Yeah. That's kind of how I... And it's also like a dying breath kind of, like... Yeah. Last ditch ever to say. Yourself. Yeah, I, I felt like that's kind of. It wasn't like, oh, now she has powers. I was like, I've always figured she always did. It was just she just didn't want to do it. You know, it yeah. just wasn't her thing. Like that was Luke's thing. She's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to do the Jedi Order and all that. I have other stuff to. You know, we're we're more. She wants to try to help the world in a different way. Yeah, she wants to do the yeah. politics and all that. So she's more into that. But she is able to do it. She just only does it when she's about to die. Yeah, <laughs> Luke's know? got all the weird monk stuff down pat. Yeah, totally. And yeah, she's got the military. Sure. And that was kind of another thing. That was another thing that kind of bothered me about uh, Seven was that I didn't feel like her and Han had really progressed at all in their lives. Mm-hmm. They're still doing the same thing. Like Leia's still staring at screens and Han's still doing like illegal stuff to make money. It's like, come on, guys. Like, especially Han. It's like, dude, you're really old. Like, you should stop uh, getting chased by giant testicle monsters. Probably yeah. not. It's probably not good. And you probably wouldn't survive, you know, because you're not very fast. But- and their only conversations <laughs> with each other were like explaining what had happened between yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you were saying before, the ex- ex- yeah, the exposition. Stupid. At least Leia finally hugged Chewie in this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but at the end. I know, but like that, I felt like that was kind of another thing that's like, sorry, we forgot this in Seven. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. You know, because like there's that part where she just like walks past Chewie and hugs Ray for no reason after Han dies. It's like, you don't even know her. Like, what are you doing? Like, Yeah, that was a pretty big mistake. Why didn't you hug Chewie? I think she should have hugged probably- Chewie and put a medal on him. Yeah, <laughs> that poor guy. Well, according according to the Chewbacca series on on and Marvel, he did get a medal. He just didn't want to wear it. Yeah, 
So he, did, he definitely he did, should yeah. get a medal for piloting through that fucking crystal cavern. Oh yeah, part, part of was the cool. planet because oh, that. Yeah. I mean, like I went <gasps> in, oh, in yeah, my yeah. seat because they dived down in there and it was scary. Well, that was another thing that was different from Seven. Like we actually got to see new places. Like that's another thing mm-hmm. that really because every Star Wars movie, even the prequels have like incredibly interesting locations like that's part of what i love about it and seven didn't really it's like we got like woods we got like sand we got like winter dumb tavern That's what we got here we got this most eisley looking thing but this had like this really cool crystal cavern thing they got that salt planet like with the red and that looked awesome it was beautiful i miss stuff like that where they actually do like new shit you know yeah and that was like one of the most amazing things about the the crate uh sequence is like when luke when the whole like luke yeah force projection thing happens Mm -hmm. he doesn't leave any red footprints yeah that was supposed to be nice well and also like i noticed that his lightsaber that he had his lightsaber and i was like you don't i'm like you don't have that lightsaber because right they broke that lightsaber like you don't have another one and like his hair was shorter and his beard wasn't as gray well he looked younger yeah he was like he he was supposed to be yeah he did but so that, it's his projection of himself. Yeah. But I did love that part. Like, I I love the first projection part. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, we might as well talk about it. I wasn't pissed that Luke died. You know, I felt like he was like, you know, he's becoming one with the Force. Like, he'll be back in the next movie. Yeah, he's definitely going to be a Force Yeah, ghost. he'll be a Force ghost, well, no re- problem. It, it reminded me a lot of, like, that fight from uh, A New Hope, you know, with Obi-Wan and, and Darth Vader. And he's pretty much like, come at me, you know, and I'll become more powerful than you can imagine. You know, yeah. it's the same thing. Because Luke says, like, I will stay with you forever, you know. Mm-hmm. And that part was that part was badass. Like I did love it that was. when he stood to him and he wasn't hitting him, and then he stabs him, and he's like, "Ha!" I really had That's thought cool. that Luke had found a way. I thought he had become so close to because I didn't know that he wasn't really there. I didn't know he was like an astral projection or whatever. I didn't glean that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that he had become so in touch with the Force that he could like move his molecules around yeah. so that. Weapons wouldn't hurt him anymore, like yeah. some Matrix shit. Like the, like the That'd Flash. Be sick. <clears throat> like the and flash I was like, he's reached such a high level mm. of the Force that you know nothing. You can't, that, he's like, that you he can't, can't touch be me. hurt because yeah. um, he can just move his body all around it. But I mean, while that would be cool, this was also actually I think cooler. Yeah, yeah. And then- and one of my favorite bits of foreshadowing in the movie is like the first time that Kylo Ren and Rey have like their weird force connection Mm -hmm. and like he says that he can see her he says um you're not doing this the effort would kill you yeah yeah and then later the effort does kill right yeah oh that's nice yeah but I think he was also kind of just trying to go to the other side I mean he saw Yoda showed up which was great voiced Mm -hmm. by Frank Oz still I didn't know Frank was still alive he's uh, I looked him up he's like 73 now but he's still kicking and he did the the here's to you Frank Even though I did think the design of Yoda was kind of weird, but I always think he looks weird if it's not the pep, if not, not the, the puppet, puppet, you know. Yeah, he looked yeah. too small. I was happy that they made it look like the puppet at least. Well, yeah, they made it look older, but even but even in the prequels, they made it look like the puppet. Like they made his ears wiggle and all that to make it look like he was made yeah. of rubber, which I thought looked, it was like looked a little bit better, movement. you know. But the mouth was weird on this. Yeah, it seems smoother, like well CGI and all that. Yeah. But uh, it would be really cool if they just put it if they did could bring that puppet back and just have him do it, you know? I mean, well, I mean, I guess Yoda was a puppet in episode one, and that looked really weird. So, it did. And, and they did redo it for the Blu-ray and all that and took the puppet stuff off, so, out, so maybe they're just past that. It was but. just like a different puppet, though. Yeah. They, like, tried to make it look more realistic. Yeah, it looks like, so It looks so bizarre, though. Like, it just did not look right. Yeah, <laughs> like it was the, very the weird. Did, but I don't know. Yeah, but still, I mean, I like seeing Yoda in there. He shows up, uh, nukes the 
you know, nukes the tree for him. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you noticed that, the, well, Jess noticed it actually. I'm sure you did too, that like the texts aren't there and they didn't get yeah. destroyed. Yeah. They're in the Falcon. Yeah, they're in the, because Ray took him to the Falcon. Yeah, I noticed or it. That they like magically transported or, themselves there. Or maybe they were but beamed. I, oh, like they jumped out somehow? <laughs> like they have their own, uh, <laughs> their force own transportation? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They're no, I'm sure she just stole them. Yeah, that'd be cool though. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed it. Uh, I was like, "Oh my!" When we got, like one of the first things I said when we got out of the movie, I was like, "Dude, the texts are in the in the drawer when the Falcon with the blanket." Yeah. So I was happy to to see them there. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I, "I must have missed that." I don't know why I, was, I I missed I missed that part. But is there anything like from seeing it three times? Is there like stuff that you've noticed uh, on the third viewing, or like stuff that you feel different about? Yeah, I mean, I know the first time I saw it. The connection between Ray and Kylo Ren like really kind of rubbed me the wrong way because mm. I thought it was going in a romantic direction. Oh, gross. oh yeah. Well, yeah. he's like we're not wearing like, a shirt at that one part. Wrong. It's like oh, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm not digging this. Like that's abusive. This is weird. Yeah, and Kylo Ren's. Ugly. I would have like, been she can do really than pissed off if that's yeah. what yeah. was happening. Yeah. But yeah. like, there's just some moments between them that now watching it again like knowing that that's not where it's going Mm -hmm. just enjoying it that like just like daisy ridley and adam driver's performance in this movie is pretty incredible to me and really just everything that happens in snoke's chamber is some of my favorite stuff that's happened in a star wars movie even snoke's weird uh hugh hefner robe that he's wearing (laughs) i could i could definitely do without the gold that was a new uh you don't see a whole lot of like gold robes on uh characters and Star Wars, no. but uh, I thought visually that room was stunning. Oh, the, vi- with those the room was awesome. Guards and yeah, the, the red, the red room with the black ceiling, black ceiling and all that, or black yeah. floor and the yeah. black mirror floor. Yeah. I mean, I just thought that looked awesome. Yeah, and they and I just loved like the a lot of the the um, filming tools they used in the in the movie, and I mean in Snoke's chamber, it's like all practical effects. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite moments when he's like torturing Ray, which is obviously terrible, but mm-hmm. when he shoots her up in the air, you can tell just by the way she moves when she's up there that they used like ropes. Actually, had her in a harness and had her in a sp- like a suspension ring. Oh, cool! Yeah, no, I didn't. Which I didn't. Just like that. a nice energy to have in Star Wars when mm-hmm. it's like actually practical filming. Yeah, that's sure. great. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that whole part was like that was. I mean, that was really what what made me more th- more interested in the movie. Like, I had to pee like in the beginning of the movie. And like I watched, like I I like walked out and I watched like all the Ray Kylo stuff, and then they went back to Canto, and I'm like, oh, I can go pee now, because because that was like what I was more interested in than anything else was like the jet, you know, was which has always been for me is like the Force and the Jedi's and all that, and I think that's part of like why Seven bothered me was that there just really wasn't much Force stuff in it. It was just kind of yeah. like it was all everybody, everybody was Han Solo, you know, pretty much. In that yeah, it was. But uh, it was kind of weird. Uh, on the Canto thing, I know it was weird that they randomly called Maz. To get, you know, to be like, hey, who can break this code or whatever? That that felt kind of weird. But I felt like that whole thing, they just needed, I think they just needed Finn to, to do something. You know, if they didn't send yeah. him to that planet, like, he would just be on the ship, you know. Or, like, you know, he wouldn't he wouldn't be doing a whole He'd lot. He'd just be, He'd like, just pacing be... around waiting for Ray to be okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, they, need, they needed a subplot for him to go do. So, I mean, I was fine with that, with them doing that. And then I developed, like, him and him and Rose's relationship and all that. And I wasn't sure about her, like, just coming into it because I just didn't know. You know, I, I was like, I know a lot of people don't like this this part of it but i you know i was fine with it and i uh, thought she was good and you know i should have known that that girl that got killed at the beginning was getting was like her sister and all that you know when they you know when she's holding the medal it's like oh that's gonna i was like does that mean anything or is that gonna mean something later whatever yeah one thing before i forget i want to talk about uh 
the dice, the golden dice. Yeah. Those were, uh, so, you know, those, those were a prop, like, in the original movie. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I know that is because there's sort of a it's it's like sort of a flub in the movie, but uh, in the in the first seventy seven one uh, when Chewie gets in the Falcon, he hits his head on the dice. Oh like yeah. He's, and that's when I saw it, and I was kind of like, man, that's cool. That's like a major callback because I don't know if because uh, I don't think they were in there on in all the movies. They might have only been in the first one. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it yeah. was just just the first one. Yeah, but and then was- JJ decided to bring him back when they built the yeah full scale replica. Yeah. That's cool, though. I mean, supposedly those are like the dice that he rolled to win the Falcon or whatever is what I heard. Like in some, you yeah, know, I think whatever that's what backstory. Well, he did win it in a universe. card game, right? Or something. Yeah, he won, yeah. It, won it from Lando, I thought. Yeah. 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 So why not? Which there's definitely, there definitely wasn't any room for Lando in there. I know that uh, no. Ryan Johnson said that. that, that like they, it they could have been, they like people to fit have said in. that Lando could have been in there instead of like having. Well, they could. He could have looked for him. Yeah, he could have looked for him in Canto instead of. Uh, but I was of, like, uh, I don't uh, want because, like, I understand wanting to have all the new, the old characters in with the new ones. Mm-hmm. But then it just kind of feels like a like a cameo fest. Yeah. Yeah. No, like the like the seven. You know, like I, I, yeah. was, I was like try to get away from that. Even though I think that some of the X wing flyer fighters or fight uh, the pilots were cameo people. There are a couple mm-hmm. ones in there that I rec- that I thought I recognized, and I was like, yeah, yeah, none of that. But uh. Yeah, I guess you could you could have gone to Kanto to get Lando, but the but that would destroy like the big theme of the movie being like let's move away from the old stuff and yeah, do the exactly. new stuff, which is which is part of another reason like why I liked it so much. It's like they're doing it in a way, not in a way that's like oh all of these people are kids of the original you know people, which is always like I don't necessarily want that you know like Indiana Jones having a kid and like Crystal Skull. It's like can it just be somebody else? Does it have to be like his kid or you know like. Yeah, I don't know. I like I like that they're going away from that, and I hope that they actually stay that way, and they don't like come back in nine. And yeah, be like, I, be like, oh I'm yeah, we didn't mean that... it. Ray's really Luke's kid, you know. <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Like, like I said, like all the shit that JJ established got destroyed in this one. So who knows? JJ might come back and be like, fuck eight, and like just try to undo all that stuff. Hopefully, well, the they'll be producers that, is... that won't let that happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows what's going on there? What are you gonna say? Yeah. I... I'm just hoping because when JJ read the script for eight, he said that he was sad that he wasn't getting to direct it, which I'm obviously not sad about. No, but, not at all. But it seems like he really likes the stuff they did in eight, so hopefully oh, sure. he'll stick with it. I thought, yeah, I, I remember him saying that, but I thought he said that just because he made a lot of money off of seven, and he was like, "Man, I wish I was doing <laughs> I think eight. He has enough money. I don't like, think he needs I thought that any was it. Money. He's like, he's like, hey man, you know, I, like, everybody thinks I'm a good director now because like all the everybody liked this movie. And, uh, you know, and I should do another one. That's what I, what I kind of felt for. But Yeah, that's probably part of it, too. Yeah. But, I mean, it kind of like, he pretty much got a, they kind of had an easy end on that. Like, the like a lot of people dislike the prequels so much that they could have shown anything, really. That's how that I people felt. people would have liked it. I think it. that's, that's what why I, felt. I liked it, it the first time I saw it is because it just... Well, I felt like it got a pass that it didn't wasn't. deserve, you know, <laughs> is, is, how I, is how I felt about it. Those prequels. Even though it kind of did all, this, all the same stuff that the prequels did, like no, aside from I, some of the hammy wrong. acting. Like in the, in the yeah. on, uh, you know, reconsidering it yeah. after seeing it. Well, they had they had the weird CGI I like it less. and they had, you know, had but a lot of the stuff in there. I was just happy to have more movie, you know? Sure. Yeah. Let's have more story. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it was empty. Here's what I, empty. here's some things that I want to talk about. Is Phasma dead? Oh, yeah, that's another thing that they were saying. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think unless you see somebody dead, they're not dead. Yeah, Yeah, no. 
I know she was in the suit, like I saw behind the scenes stuff, but you never saw her at all. She's just like, hi. Saw that eyeball. I'm Phasma. And it's, oh yeah, you saw the eyeball. The eyeball but they coming, coming back they for you. They could have CGI'd that. But she's just like, but oh, they hi, didn't. I'm back. It was That's her fine. eyeball. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Yeah. The, but she could, maybe she can come back all burned, you know, like uh, Anakin. Like I was hoping that Kylo was going to happen to Kylo Ren, but he got his face all stitched back up. What if she wore like melted armor? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be sweet. <laughs> that, would, <laughs> yeah. that would be sweet. For sure. Yeah, I remember you were saying that you didn't that uh, Kylo's getting his face stitched. You were hoping that he. Well, uh, he had that cool like bandage on that was like yeah. a, all black, the, yeah, and like I thought the weird that band-aids. it yeah. was a scar. And I was like, oh, it'd be really cool if he had a big black scar all over his face. Yeah, that's what I thought in the in seven. I was like, oh, well, cool. She cut up his face, so maybe he'll actually have a reason to, to wear that dumb helmet. But it's but then it just yeah. kind of thankfully, went away. I mean, you can, he still has a scar. I think so. they wanted to humanize him, and you can't humanize someone from behind a helmet. Yeah, you know what I mean. You yeah. just can't connect in a human way. Mm. That's why I mean, we got to see Vader's face at the end. Yeah, so we know that there's a man in there. Mm. And that, yeah, that's what makes it so so heart wrenching. Yeah, and I also like that he already had his chance at the end of this movie to like go to the light side. So now it kind of feels like to me. In nine, they're like not even really going to try that. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice if they were done with it or if whatever he, well, I don't know. I don't want to spend a whole nother movie trying to drag him. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. It's like, why do the, why do the evil white dudes always get to say they're good now? And yeah. To get, yeah, to now get it's redemption. Fine. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Oh, they, you weird. fucked up a lot in the past and you murdered a lot of people, but. Yeah. Let's kill that smoke. But you're chip, good now. Face. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, my friend Ruth Ann in the costume shop, uh, she had a real problem with Laura Dern's outfit. She thought it was really like bland oh her like brown i thought it was fine i mean it was pretty bland and she wished that it had been more structured you know more like she looked more like like she looked more Mm -hmm. like a general or whatever she was yeah yeah however i've been thinking about that um and i really didn't have you know i just wish it wasn't such a sad brown because it's like a really sad brown yeah color i think no i think the reason that they don't want her costume to be more imposing and more structured is because she spends the movie not fucking explaining herself Mm -hmm. and yeah if she seemed threatening outwardly maybe we wouldn't have Poe confronting her over and over again and thinking that he knows better than her because he's yeah. got a great big wiener and, you know, <laughs> Maybe. he can shoot things he with have it. A little one. Um, and so, you know, like, it, I really thought that her costume, her the understatedness of it, the simplicity of it, led into the fact that she was a strong woman. She was exactly who she was. She knew what she was doing. She doesn't have to explain who she was to anyone and she can still be feminine and strong and you know not uh she she doesn't have to be she doesn't have to look any certain way sure well i was thinking it's uh they i mean they are like the resistance they're not like the empire like they might just well, exactly. not have money right. you yes, know i mean totally but still they're the new version of the rebels the rebels were I like every thought man it was, they didn't um, have money you know? reminiscent of mon mothma Oh, sure, yeah. Well, uh, she had a white, a weird white-looking thing. That yeah. Kind of more... But, yeah. I mean, you whatever. know, Leia's, like, in layers and mm-hmm. raisin like layers, and they both have more, like, some drapey elements, but some structured elements. Um, but Laura Dern's costume was really just this, like, flowy, drapey thing, mm-hmm. ethereal, sort of. And, in a way... 
because it was feminine, it looked weak and it led it, it it helped you, I think, believe that Laura Dern didn't know what she was doing and that it helped you think that maybe Poe's plan was the right plan Mm -hmm. and the only way to go about things. And then I loved that switch at the end where like she knew exactly what she was doing and she had a great plan. Yeah. I thought maybe she was Yeah, I thought maybe she was on the dark side or something or she was like fighting for the enemy. And Poe's plan like kind of ruins it too. Well his his does his plan is just like let's blow everything up, you know. And they wouldn't have known that the ships like DJ wouldn't have been able to tell them that all those transports were going to that planet if if Finn and Rose hadn't taken him onto the giant ship. Yeah. Right. Well, Poe should have never told Finn and Rose that, like, they were evacuating. Like, why didn't the, – they didn't need to know, you know? No. Like, because then they wouldn't have told DJ. DJ wouldn't have told whoever, you know? But what we – I was going to say, what we really got to talk about is uh, Ed Blackbar. He died off screen here. Like, what, like, what the fuck? Really, yeah, you know, I was hoping he'd have a whole movie. Like they'd expand his character in seven. He got like nothing, and now he's dead. That was pretty upsetting. Yeah, that's a that's a real bad thing. <sighs> Akbar, uh, yeah, get, get, get killed off screen. It, off it was a trap, guys. Yeah, it, it was a trap, and he didn't see it. Yeah, it was a trap. Yeah, bad day. Did you like uh, Did you like Benicio's character studying the stuttering DJ and all that? I mean, I think he was fine. I guess. I mean, I didn't He's really know. On me. I didn't know what to expect from Benicio del Toro being in the movie, but he was kind of well, like one thing. One thing that I've read a little bit about that I think was an interesting casting choice is just that they, the new characters with Laura Dern's character and Benicio, like they cast really well-known actors mm-hmm. in new characters rather than what they did with Seven, which was mostly casting nobodies. Yeah, but which was one well, choice that JJ made that I liked yeah totally well that's what kind of what they've always done with the movies for the most part is you know it wasn't really anybody anybody knew yeah so benicio's character it kind of took me it took me a little while to get used to first of all the way he talked because it seemed kind of put on to me Mm -hmm. and also just like how he fit in and it just seemed like a weird addition but i did really like what he taught finn about Mm -hmm how you know war is much more yeah complicated and i liked the whole like rich elite war profiteers that they introduced through his character too well yeah it's like uh it's like iron man it's like obadiah stain and all that like the uh yeah. you know like the real the real evil are the people who make the weapons and they're selling it to both sides here and getting rich off of the war so it's like yeah and then they're just getting drunk and yeah. You know, abusing animals. Racing and animals. And, and yeah. Yeah, they had a nice, like, pro-animal theme to the movie, too. Like, you know, when they, like, take the saddle off of that weird-looking uh, Tauntaun, their Tauntaun wannabe thing that kind yeah. of ran off. Like, it was, which is nice, you know, and they're the kind of like ice foxes. Yeah. And when they, they follow when, the... Yeah. Little ice foxes. Yeah, when they saw yeah. the crystal, the crystal, uh, whatever it was. Crystal critters. The crystal the critters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Totally. There you go. I yeah. thought that, uh, I thought that they were going to say, uh, when, um, when Leia said, like, oh, follow him, you know, don't follow me, follow him. I thought he was going to be like, follow, follow that thing, follow the critter, <laughs> follow oh, yeah, the crystal critter, you know. Yeah. You know, don't follow me. Like, follow that that thing. It knows where to go. It can find yeah. the, uh, it can find the, the whatever in there. I forgot. I did I was... like the, the porgs. Eating the falcon, too. Eating the what? Oh, Eating the falcon. Oh, yeah. Part of the ship? Yeah. I must have I missed that, that part. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a shot of Chewie, and he's like piloting, and then it, you know, pans out, and the all the porgs are like eating the seat and <laughs> oh, okay. nesting. <laughs> That's in the, so funny. Nice. In the insulation and stuff. I yeah. thought the, the creatures they added were all pretty great. They should have shut the door so they didn't get in there. <laughs> and yeah, then flew exactly. away with 
crazy. Yeah, they didn't really uh, they didn't really explain how Ray got off the uh, how the Ray got off that ship and back into the into the Falcon, but you know they didn't really explain either how Finn and Rose <laughs> and Benicio came across the costumes that they were wearing. Oh yeah. On uh, oh, yeah. snow. Yeah. They just had that iron bit. Yeah, they were just like, uh, and now we have these costumes. So. Maybe it was a deleted scene where they knocked somebody but Ray, out. Ray did steal Snoke's uh, like, like getaway ship or something. Yeah. Uh, fucking. Then, but she was she on the. Like, but, but she was on the Falcon. Yeah. To like that, she would send him a rendezvous. Oh, okay. Well, I remember she said something to him like when she was going down there. She's like, "Meet me at here." And I thought she was doing some sort of like Empire Strikes Back thing where she's going to like fall on the TV antenna and oh, they like pick her up or whatever, cool. you know. Maybe that happened off screen. Because I, <laughs> yeah. I know that uh, Hux or, yeah, Hux, right? He, yeah, uh, the redhead. He, he said that, um, he, he told like Kylo that she ex- escaped with, with a Snoke ship, but then it was like, how did she get to the Falcon so quick? Because it was like mm-hmm. a couple minutes later, she's in the Falcon. Yeah. Which that part, uh, yeah, we didn't even talk about like Finn, like going like full on Kirk there with the, uh, with the, with the, Death Star weapon, which they got to put Death Star in everything. Still, you know, there's still part of it there, of course. Which is, I was fine with that. I was like, all right, it's just a gun. There's not another, not another planet. But yeah, but yeah, he did. He totally did. Like uh, the in the Star Trek episode, the Doomsday Machine. Like Kirk does the same thing when he like flies right into this thing, and, and that's they like when beam I him out at the last crying. moment. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And then I cried like pretty much until the end of the movie. Yeah, I thought um, you were crying for Rose. I wasn't crying yeah. for Rose. I was crying for Finn because yeah. I was so proud of him. And mm. I was so sad and also happy that, like, he thought that this, like, tiny pocket of humanity was worth saving. And he had ch- just changed his life so completely from mm-hmm. where he started that he was going to sacrifice himself yeah. to keep these people alive. And so that's yeah. when I started crying because mm. I really thought he was going to die. Yeah, I, I did yeah, too. too. And then, you and know, then when he didn't, I was kind of like, Rose, what are you doing? Rose let, knocks him out of there. Let him die. And she's right, <laughs> I mean, I though. Like she's right. She's like, this is what we're fighting for. Yeah. We're fighting this is the reason we're yeah. fighting. It's so we can be alive. Yeah. So we can yeah. help each other. Yeah. Um, and that then that, loved, that really got me. Yeah. <laughs> I loved their awkward little kiss. It was so awkward. Yeah, where she's like, I, I fight for love. And she like kissed him and passed out. I'm like, she's so awkward. And, like, honestly, it looked like Finn had never even considered putting his mouth on another no, mouth No, absolutely. She was she was in charge of that whole kiss. Yeah. He was basically just, like, a piece of wood. But also, like, the funniest <laughs> thing for me is imagining Finn dragging her back because he gets back, like, while the Luke-Kylo thing is happening. Mm-hmm. So I just want there to be a shot of them staring at each other and <laughs> Finn, like, sprinting past with Ray on the... I mean, oh, yeah. Rose on the sled. It's like, just let me i'll be i'll be one second that's like another that's another robot chicken joke waiting to happen there where they're just like looking at each other and he's like uh don't mind us uh we i gotta get her over there like uh (laughs) just keep keep having your staring contest over here Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) what we haven't talked about any of the stuff on the skywalker island uh that they were at like when um yeah speaking like another thing like with the we we were talking about like the lightsaber and like where the lightsaber (laughs) came from and all that and like they do you know it's like the ending of seven she gives him the lightsaber i kind of like that he grabbed it and just like tossed it away like i don't care about this lightsaber i love that but uh there was a lot of funny stuff in there like when he was doing like you know reach your hand out and he like hits her with the grass and all that grass (laughs) that's just so funny she's like i feel it Oh, I've never felt anything like it. It's yeah. grass. <laughs> it was like... Asshole. <laughs> yeah. And Mark Hamill being a dick. But, you know, I was... Uh, yeah, I loved that. Yeah. That was totally cool that he was like... Really, nah. I loved everything on the island. 
Yeah. No, the island was great. Did you? What did you think about uh, Luke saying a uh, laser sword for uh, instead of a lightsaber? It was an interesting choice. Well, I heard that. I heard people say that that's what Lucas originally wanted to call lightsabers was laser sword. Yeah, I it th- was, and I thought it was a nice little sarcastic uh, ode to that. Yeah, I it thought it was. Like, a- yeah, it just seemed like Luke doesn't really want to say lightsaber anymore. Yeah, well, he's done with it. He's like, fuck it, I'm not going to call it a lightsaber yeah. anymore. But it, it reminded me. I don't know if you knew, remembered, but uh, Anakin in Episode One calls lightsabers laser swords. So I mean, it was a. Sort of a reference to that, too, mm-hmm. you know, because he doesn't know what they are. He's like, oh, yeah, you you and your laser sword. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that part was funny. But, yeah, the whole, uh, yeah, I like that was what, what I was most interested in there in the movie for the most part. It's like the the Kylo, the Kylo and Ren stuff and or Kylo and Ray and the uh, and like the Luke, the planet Luke or whatever, the, wherever they were. It's called like Hatch yeah. 2 or something like that. Is that what that was called? Yeah, Act 2, yeah. Act yeah. 2, yeah. Yeah, planet planet Skywalker, like that. Yeah. Was most the most interesting stuff for me. Planet, you know, enslaved fish nuns. Yeah, <laughs> and and weird uh, and milk. Well, I guess the walruses, the, the green milk. Yeah, not the blue milk yeah. from the other one. I love that sequence. The fact that he was just like progressively trying to gross Ray out more and more with this giant. Any other giant yeah. uh, fish pole, like <laughs> that was yeah. pretty ridiculous too. I also like too uh, when she makes a call back to it. She's like, "I've seen your life. You're not busy." Yeah, yeah. I've read those. I've read those lonely Luke twitters. Like I, I know, what, I know yeah. what you've been up to here. Oh my god, doing that nothing. Twitter is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, lonely Luke and uh, emo Kylo Ren. Like I, yeah. I remember both of those being huge in the uh, <laughs> first seven. Like it's like yeah, one one great thing that came out of it. But uh, yeah, lo- lonely Luke over there. Yeah, and I think one of my favorite scenes too is just when he like wanders to the forest tree mm-hmm. and that conversation they have where Luke's just like, who the hell are who you? Who are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it was, that's when he says like Ray from nowhere, right? Or Ray from mm-hmm. Ray of nobody and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Which there's also something truly empowering about having a female led star Wars movie and having mm-hmm. her not come from anyone. Yeah. That's what, that's that a, she's just, it's a better decision than making her a Skywalker or whatever. Cause I, like I said, a lot of people were like, and I thought when Laura Dern was in there, I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh no, Laura Dern isn't going to be like Luke's wife. Is she, you know, and, and it's oh, going to be raised God, and no. she's going to be raised mom or whatever. I'm like, oh, unfortunately don't, don't do Luke is still a virgin. It seems like, <laughs> yeah, maybe so. You don't think he did anything with those like weird fish nuns there? Maybe the walrus is starting to look That would be too. the true twist. The one with all the nipples, like the one that has like the four nipples i'm sure he like might have done why not oh that. my god I mean, he was drinking the milk yeah, so be... i don't know that's the deleted <laughs> scenes 20 minutes of luke fondling walrus yeah. nipples did you read yeah. that uh i read an interview with mark hamill like talking about like how he made himself like so upset about it or whatever he created like this fictional story about how he was married and he had a kid that like accidentally killed themselves with a lightsaber did you like read any of that stuff <laughs> i didn't read that one jeez yeah. That's what that's he said. That was like his uh, what helped him get into the um, him being upset about all that. He's like, uh, yeah, pretended that he had he had had a wife and they had a kid, and the kid like turned a lightsaber on and cut its own head off. Which that I guess he, he thought that was more than uh, Kylo Ren. Which I guess we didn't talk about that. Like they showed they finally show the flashback. Mm-hmm. You know that you see like which I thought was like the most interesting part of all of Seven was that a uh, vision that Ray gets from touching the lightsaber. So you finally get to see that, even though it's like not raining this time. Like when he puts his hand on the robot, but whatever. But uh, true, it, yeah, that's true. But they do, uh, you know, you see the different. There's different um, versions of like what happened to Kylo. Like 
you know, he says one 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 he attacks him, and the other one he's he's like, oh well, Luke came after me, you know. So you get to see you get to see both of, of their perspectives. Yeah, and then the real perspective is in between the two. It yeah. really is. Yeah, it's like Ra- it's nice. like Rashomon all over again. Yeah, because they show the same flashback three times, mm. and it's different each time, which yeah. I thought was cool because it also is the same like gray idea that. Sure. The movie has all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. I, even though I really wish that he would have, like, he would have took his green lightsaber with him from there, because I love that lightsaber. Yeah. And apparently too. it got destroyed, like, when Kylo took the house down, because we never saw it yeah. again after that. But. Or he threw it out when he decided to go into exile. Yeah. What about, yeah. like, his X-Wing being under the water? That was pretty dope. That was pretty cool. I loved that shot. Actually, when they, when they showed that and it was under the water, I'm like... This is going to be like the second trial. He's going to be like, I had to do it. You got to do right. it now, too. You got to pull <laughs> yeah. the lightsaber out of the water. It's like every, Je- every Jedi's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe he just goes there to like lift mental weights. <laughs> yeah, just, just pulls like, it out of the water, out of the water puts water, it back let down. It go, pulls it out of the water. Okay, turn around. I thought there was going to be a shot. Left side mental. <laughs> yeah. What do you think became of the droid that like was 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 R2 there and then, then R2 left? Or like who who got him there in the X-Wing? Is there, oh, a, dead, shit, yeah. is there a dead droid down there, too, in the water? <laughs> oh, jeez, probably. Maybe he left R2 behind because he didn't want to sacrifice him to the waves. Yeah. Yes. I love that part with R2 too where he played the um he played the original like uh, yeah. help me Obi-Wan Kenobi. Where he was, oh, I loved it. Where he was like he was like you bastard like why do you still have that in there? He's like low blow man. Yeah. yeah. That, that and was his like his like slow head turn to him afterwards. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice little cuz you know R2's always been one of the most sarcastic characters in Star yeah. Wars. Absolutely. Well, R2's like the R2's like the main character practically. I mean, he's yeah. he's in everything, you know. He's responsible for most of everything. I read an interview with Lucas. He said that R2 was his favorite character through the whole thing, so which makes sense because he kind of saves the day. Oh, he did he before does. BB-8 came around and all that, but at least, but I did like them seeing each other again because like R2 and Luke spent a lot of time together, especially in like Empire. So let's say what we want to see in the next one. Okay, or what we expect to sure, see. Sure, yeah. Well, what do you do? You, I mean, like I don't want I don't want Kylo to get turned. I want him to get his ass killed. That's what, I, that's what I want. Yeah. I mean, I it's, first of all, I like, just want to really, I want a time jump to the next one. Oh, you want some time to pass in between them? Yeah. Kind of like, like usually, because this was the first Star Wars movie where it picked up basically right where yeah. the yeah. other one left off. Like the Resistance storyline is a little bit later and then it like goes back in time to Rey mm-hmm. and fills it in. But I want like years. Yeah. Well, they did that. I mean, that's how like episode four and five were like. A, yeah. It was supposed to have been, you know, they Marvel like did a was whole bunch of comics though? about that. Yeah, because yeah, I feel was. like it was like five months between between uh, New Hope and Empire. Yeah, no, it was like years. Okay, yeah, it was like three, I think. Oh, all right. Yeah, because that was what they would do. Like in the original seventies, like Marvel wrote a comic that was supposed to be like what happened between those. the bridge. They've done it a bunch of times. They redid it for Dark Horse, and like now they're doing it in Marvel again, like doing the in between time between. Yeah. That and that, because that's the one that has the most time in between. So it's like they could be doing all sorts of crazy shit, like in between mm-hmm. those. So yeah, they do a big time jump, and everybody's dead, and this new people. It's like wait, 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 what happened with the first order? Uh, it's gone. You know, it's now we got the second well, order. Well, we're gonna have that's to get fine. some kind of time jump because Carrie Fisher has to die. Yeah, off what's gonna screen. happen? Well, we didn't even we didn't mention like one of the coolest fucking parts in the whole movie was like when uh, Holdo like lights like light speeds into those oh my God. into those ships. That was so fucking cool. That was incredible. It was incredible. I I knew what was going to happen before he did it. Yeah. Uh, and the sound, like, where it went, like, completely dead. Like, yeah. That was so good. It was so good. Yeah. 
Uh, it was really powerful, audibly. Yeah. But I knew, like, when he was turning around, I was like, oh, shit. I knew exactly what was going to happen in it. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, they did, too. They were like, yeah. oh, fuck. Like, they're going to split us. But, I mean, I know that they didn't know that Carrie Fisher was going to die. And supposedly she was going to have a big part in three. You know, that would be when she dies. You know, I figured they kill every, every, every character in all of them. Yeah. And Chewie lives through all of them, maybe, or something. But uh, it, I'm wondering if they knew, if they knew that she, you know, if she maybe died while they were shooting, like, maybe they would have tried to do that part with her. You know, have Leia yeah. be the one that light speeds through the ships, I guess. I don't know, because yeah. I don't know how they're going to... Yeah, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Leia. They're just going to be like, oh, yeah, she died somehow, or she... I don't know. Yeah, I could see it being part of the crawl. Luke and, Luke, yeah, Luke totally. And Kate, Luke came and pulled her into the force of them. He was like, hey, let's yeah. go. Let's. Well, that's the saddest thing for me yeah. to think about is, like, you know, Leia is not going to be able to be a force ghost either. Yeah. Well, she might be able to. Why? Why? Just because they didn't see her drop? Well, no, just because just because Carrie Fisher can't do it, and they've said mm. that they're not going to do any like oh CG. Oh yeah, she can't oh, come see. back as a force ghost. I, that, I thought yeah. that was what I, I, I thought you were saying that Leia couldn't be a force ghost. I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean she can't? Oh, no. be a, she can be a just force ghost. Carrie if Fisher's she wants dead. To. She can't be a force ghost. Yeah, because yeah. unfortunately, mean, force ghosts aren't real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, because they aren't doing any CGI stuff, which is which is yeah. fine. You know, that's more. Respectful, I totally you know? respect that. That's the right yeah. way to go. But you can like, still. Say, I was a yeah. big Hunger Games fan, and when um, yeah, what's his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, Philip Seymour Hoffman died. He like they were almost done shooting the yeah. last movie. Did they CGI him? Yeah, they like fill, but they they re they rewrote a bunch of scenes and then they like put him in the background of some scenes CGI mm. and it looked so yeah. bad. Oh yeah. man, I bet it was terrible. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Well, but. they did like the what was it the um, Furious? They did something similar to right. The oh, Fast yeah. and the Furious. Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, with Paul, Paul Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Paul Walker, not Paul Ryan. No, not Paul Ryan. <laughs> He's definitely not in those movies. Yeah. So uh, I yeah I wonder what they're gonna do with her. It would. I was going to say, we could just say, they could mention her at the end, like they did in episode three, you know, where he's like, Mm -hmm. I've been talking to Qui-Gon. He was supposedly, originally supposed to be in that movie, but he was too busy doing, taking something, so... He couldn't, he, right. he couldn't. He couldn't come. Uh, he Doing couldn't come do the Donovan. voice. But no, he really was supposed to come back. Uh, Liam Neeson was going to be like was going to show up as a Force Ghost. But uh, so they just mentioned his name, so they could do that. You know, or Luke's like, yeah, hey, Leia's here too, somewhere over here. Or if That'd they did sad. like just a static shot of her just standing there, it probably wouldn't look as fake. You know, if they did. The, yeah, if they, they did like that. a, or if they just took some footage of her and put a blue filter around it. Yeah, yeah, not like a computer image mm-hmm. of her, yeah. like the end of. Return of the Jedi when they're all just chilling there during yeah. the walk. Yeah, party. that's what I'm saying. Like that. Like you just turn away and she just, just kind of like shows up and it's like, oh yeah, there she is. Yeah, that could work. Like you could even use like some, you could use like some uh, edited, f- uh, some cut footage or something like how they did in Rogue One, you know, which well, I thought was the was coolest saying. thing ever. Yeah. And and make sure, remind me before we stop, like after after we do our predictions for the next movie, I want to do, I want to do ranks. I want to do our rank, okay. the ranks of the movies. I don't really have any predictions about what done. I think the next movie will be. I just yeah. or what you want from it, you know. That type of thing. Well, I want the I want the first order to be destroyed. Of course, yeah. I want Finn and Poe to get together. Oh, yeah. That was uh, people were talking about that about seven too, but then they just didn't. They just didn't have any time. I together. definitely think Rose's yeah like desire for Finn seems one sided. Mm. And he seems more into Ray, but I 
be super into uh, him and Poe getting together. Well, yeah, he was trying to find her. But Ray, Ray should be like Luke, where she's just like, she has nobody through the whole thing. Well, yeah, and sad. she's also like, yeah. she doesn't she's need it, strong though. and independent. Yeah, she's independent. She, she might it. be gay. I'd be, I mean, I'd obviously be super excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. They should... Uh, the the Finpo thing, I'd be fine with that. They, they want to go that route. Well, you we definitely need make some it, make gay it a lot. characters. Yeah, right? It, yeah. Took, it took Star Please. Trek years to like finally have uh, openly gay characters. Yeah. Like yeah. They, which and we would... also need, like... I would say my one problem with the very end of the movie when it's the little orphan yeah. I really wish it had been the black orphan. A black kid. Yeah, yeah. right? Not, not yeah. like a young white Any kid. Any person of color. Yeah. Yeah, just someone of color, but out of those three... Or that like, it had been a little black kid. That yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. Instead of a, instead of a white kid, because we know that they, you know, but it, it was supposed to. I think it was supposed to be like a, referencing like Luke looking at the stars and all that, like in the first yeah. movie. And the same thing with him dying, and but you see the two sons. Like that was. A, they don't need. No, no. I'm saying it doesn't white. need to be a, a white kid. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. that's what that part was supposed to be. But yeah, it could have been. Yeah. The, it could have been the black guy. It should have been. You know, it's be like. So new I do generation. hope we get some yeah. Jedi of color. Yeah. We yeah. really need some more. I mean, all we had was Mace, uh, but we need Although more I do think they did a good job of of having a diversity and also not being like, look at our diversity. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. I really appreciated. At no point were they like, they don't point she's it a out. woman and she's so good at that. Yeah. Fighting things. It's so, that's yeah. amazing. Or didn't we, aren't we very politically correct? Because our woman is very good at things. Well, that's yeah. kind of, I mean. Like but we what, still need more. I mean, what kind of bothered me about Seven with Ray was just, was just that she was great at everything and they never really, she didn't have any flaws in that movie. You know, that was another big thing that was kind of like, you know, where she's yeah. like, she can speak Wookiee, like she can understand droids, like she can fight with a lightsaber and never touch one, you know, like all this, you know, it's kind of like. Yeah, I definitely. That, I felt like that was a false step. I mean. It, it, yeah, it, and it, I think they really corrected that in this one. Yeah. Well, well they, we had her like she was training trying. with a Well, they made her, they gave her more bow. depth. She's not just like yeah. good at everything, you know. Which and could, I definitely think this movie had like some of the best dialogue in a Star Wars movie that, so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just was, in terms of like actual like empathy and character development sure yeah i thought it was much more interesting yeah no definitely like i said i was totally i was a lot more i would actually felt better about star wars you know coming out of it i was like oh cool you know mm -hmm. I, it's looking up you know i'm still afraid of nine but who knows i mean it, it's kind of like they they cut off a lot of the mystery stuff so it's kind of like what I mean, all you really have left is just for them to defeat the First Order. And I really, we really don't need another Death Star. Please, no more Death Stars. Like, no, no, we d I don't, I don't want, I mean, it could be, I know they might want like the deathiest Death Star they've ever had, but like, we don't need it. We really don't need it. What like, just like, have, it could be another. like a plague, guys. Like, <laughs> they made a plague star. They made a star so big that they hit a button and everything disappears forever. And yeah. then there's nothing. That's what. And it's just a white screen. That's what you have. And everybody's yeah. a force ghost. <laughs> yeah. Together in force heaven. They're all, yeah. They're all, everybody turns blue. It's, AKA that's all, that's Cloud what City. Yeah. Yeah. So Lando's there. Yeah. It'll yeah. be. A, yeah. That's when Lando's finally there. Right. Yeah. Hey guys, what's up? I'm in. I'm in the force world. How you been? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I really don't. Yeah. I don't really know what to ex expect from it. Just. Just seeing. Kylo Ren's ass get beat. This is all I want to see. And I, of course, I want Luke to come back as a as a Force ghost. And I figured he would, you know, since he did all that fun stuff. So. And I want Ray and Kylo Ren to actually have another lightsaber battle. Yeah, because in this one they didn't. In this one is it's actually like the first Star Wars movie that didn't have a true lightsaber battle. True. Yeah. No, they yeah, did. They had right. a really cool fight against the um oh, against yeah. all those other dudes though. That was fun. And I yeah, thought that was they incredible. fought together really. 
like that when they're really close together, they sort of like use each other's bodies at one point. Uh, it was just, I really thought it was really cool and well choreographed. Well, yeah, it was really well choreographed. Well, Ray's got to make a new lightsaber because, like, the yeah. Luke's, Luke's is busted. So she does. So they, but maybe she has they can the crystal. That. I mean, that's all you need. Yeah, that's but you're supposed to. I know. I know. Your own crystal. But <laughs> I mean, like, I don't really crystals. think they have time right now to go to the crystal planet and get their own fucking crystal. Yeah. But she could maybe get another crystal and then use Luke's crystal and have yeah. two blades. Mm. Yeah. She, we need some new colors too. Like, uh, do. I was mentioning that to Jess, like, um, and there's not enough love for the, for the green lightsaber. Like we see it a little bit in the flashbacks, but I, I, I like love the, the, love the green one lightsaber. Too. I want to see more of it. Yeah. I the, like, I like Mason, the yellow ones, which haven't even, yeah, I was going to say yellow would also be well, cool. yellow ones yeah. were the, uh, were the toys. So if you remember the old toys that had yellow lightsabers, like mm-hmm. the, the old seventies, uh, action figures. Had, and had I think the in ones. this canon, it's like the old like Jedi sentries that used to guard the temples had yellow lightsabers. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. But that's just like, you know, arbitrary at this point. Well, right. I want to see white lightsabers. Have you seen Rebels? Like Ahsoka's oh, uh, yeah. white lightsabers? Those yeah. are pretty awesome. So cool. And Ahsoka's, Ahsoka's one of my favorites. She's absolutely my favorite. She's awesome. Yeah, I was hoping to see her in the new stuff, but... I didn't. I haven't seen all of Rebels. I know she fought. She fought Darth Vader, and like they made it look like she might have got killed, but I'm sure she isn't. You know. Yeah, I'm sure so she's cool. gone. Yeah, but I haven't seen all of the stuff That's my after girl. that. But. Oh yeah, I cried. I cried my eyes out during that episode. Yeah, I love both of the like. Uh, that's kind of what spoiled. Uh, what kind of spoiled Seven for me was uh, like Rebels and Clone Wars and like all the Marvel comics. Like they were just written like so much better, you know, than that mm-hmm. movie was. So it's kind of like I was expecting more, you know. But at least uh, at least Rebels is still there, so you can come back to that. Yeah. So what did, did you guys want to? Let's just do our ranks real quick, and then we'll be done. Yeah. Uh, so do you? Uh, I'll I'll go first. Um, so here's my. These are my favorites. Uh. Whether they're good or not is whatever. These are the ones that I'd rather watch in this order other than anything else. So so it goes uh, five, Empire Strikes Back, uh, four, A New Hope, uh, six, Return of the Jedi. Uh, after that, I would say uh, Rogue One, and then eight, and then uh, Revenge of the Sith, uh, Attack of the Clones, um, the whatever it's called, the episode Phantom one, Menace. Phantom Menace, <laughs> yeah, and uh, The Force Awakens at the bottom, at the very at the bottom of my list. That's my Star Wars list there. Mine would be five, six, four, Rogue One, seven. No, what's this one that we just saw? Eight. eight. Rogue <laughs> One, eight, three, two, one, seven. Yeah. I thought you had. A, I thought six was your favorite. Six is my favorite, but I know it's not the best one. Okay, but wouldn't it be six would be top then when you flip six and five because you had you had Empire. At the six top. is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, six, five, five, six. Yeah. Tied, basically, yeah. for me. What's your list? Uh, I'd probably go five, four, six, eight, seven, Rogue One, and then three, three one, two. two. Oh. Three, one, two? Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. You you think that seven's better than Rogue One? Mm. I mean, <laughs> those ones are maybe interchangeable for me. Yeah. I think that it's, I guess, Force Awakens just came out at the right time for me. Sure. Yeah. And it's uh, it's definitely like the lightsaber battle in Force Awakens, Rey's Force Vision, and uh, just all the, you know, space battles definitely mm-hmm. made it for me. Sure. I might agree with you, too, that it, I would say 3, 1, 2, because I really hated 2. Yeah, I know you didn't like 2. I really hated I really d- 2. They have the yeah. fucking cow riding rolling around in the hay there's a lot of really oh cool God. stuff not like too, you though. you're soft and smooth like the yeah. dialogue in that movie is fucking terrible don't forget the sand monologue it's better yeah. than one so 
<laughs> so bad, so bad. But there's no and Jake the Lloyd in two. Better in one. I don't well, think the nice, it's lightsaber better battle than is, one. Maybe is great in one, but that's what I. That's why I put it above seven. And at least because like the at least I, at least there's like lightsaber Jar Jar's battles that are cool in that. Pl- underworld, like underwater is cool. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's just the location looks cool. Like the rain planet's cool for the clones and all that. And, the rain planet is and, cool. and like the fight with Boba Fett and the rain planet is awesome. And like, I have the, such a the, problem with the fact that and the there Geonosis was not a stuff single clone in costume. It was all CGI. Oh yeah, every single well, I mean, one. Well, there was yeah, the, that's really weird. There was the one guy. I mean, there was there was Django. He was uh, yeah, he was in costume. <laughs> yeah, and Boba. Yeah. Anyway, it's just such <laughs> a weird choice. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. I just found I just it's found not stuff. like they don't have the costumes. I just found more stuff more interesting in the prequels than seven because yeah. there was more. There was enough in there that I thought was worth watching to return to those and not the other one. Is what, what it was for me. It's most of the movie was boring to me, but that's that's my opinion. But mine uh, might. Yeah. I think mine might go three, seven, one, two. Yeah. Okay. Man, I really fucking hated two. Yeah, we watched it again though, and you thought it was all right when we did our podcast. It was at the very very beginning. There's of our a podcast. lot more stuff in there than I. Than I remember. There's cool. There's cool parts. There's I, more I'm than sure just there's the a weird. Lot of cool parts, but like, more than just the weird romantic. The, stuff. the problem is when I think of two, I only remember the parts that I really hate. Yeah, for sure. I also just like the acting in those movies. Oh, so it's so weird. So Why is it terrible. so weird? It's so wooden and strange. It's because George Lucas had full reign over those movies. God, it's so and fucking he's, weird. Like, a great idea, man. Right. But exactly. If you write the whole thing and direct it. It just ends up being a kids movie. Have you ever read? So fucking weird. Have you ever read his original script for Star Wars? Have I heard it was really that? weird. But it's I awful. Read it. It's like Episode One. Like I, they released it in comic book form. It's called the Star War. You can, or it's called like the Star Wars. You can find it in Dark Horse. Actually, if you have the Marvel stuff, you can actually read it on there. If you have like Marvel Unlimited or anything like that, because they own Star Wars now. But yeah, I read all of it, like the original script, and it's totally like straight up Episode One. It's got really bizarre dialogue in it and like stuff that like just doesn't make sense in parts. Yeah, it's totally worth the uh, if you want to see how Luke like because yeah that was that's basically you know if he's not held back and that's what he is he writes that's basically what he writes like but yeah. but I liked all the visual stuff to it whatever but uh, anyway that's been our uh, last Jedi spoiler cast episode uh ally thanks for guesting on thank us thank you uh, so much ally th- thanks for guesting yeah, with thanks us thanks for having me yeah I, it's nice that you know the extra shit about like ryan johnson and like the multiple viewings and all that so. yeah i'm a pretty big dweeb so yeah it comes in handy sometimes. So, so that helps because we only saw it once and it's nice to have somebody who knows knows more stuff about it um you know if you liked hearing us talk about star wars we actually have a lot of star wars episodes on here uh, we did a rogue one one and we have a there's like a we did episode seven. We did like the prequels. We did the original trilogy. So like, you know, it's check out the Honey Darling show. You can research, you can basically search it on the Google. You'll find it. Search it on the Google. Search it on the Google. You can find it or, you know, whatever you use to get your podcast, like search it on there. You can download it. Um, and, uh, you'll, you can listen to our other Star Wars stuff. And, you know, we do, uh, all sorts of different movies and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, check that out. And if you like it, leave us a review and subscribe and all that fun stuff. Anyway, I think, uh, that's, uh, I guess that's it. We'll uh, see you next time. Adios.